Well, good evening to you all. I guess what I have to say to everyone who's here tonight, I consider you all a group of great faith. And the reason I say that is because I believe you all decided that there's going to be another evening that's just as nice to do the work that you wanted to do tonight. And so you decided to come out, and that's your faith. Thanks for coming out. Uh, I think you'll be blessed. As I think many times of singing, and especially in times like this, I often have to think of the account there in Exodus where when the children of Israel came out of Egypt and Pharaoh and his army came after them and they crossed the sea there, when they got to the other side safely, they were rescued, they were redeemed, they were saved, even though it was from Pharaoh and his army. They sang, and I think of that a lot of times. I hope the reason that we sing, I hope the reason that we like songs, we like music, especially godly music, is because we realize that we have been redeemed, we have been rescued, and we have been saved. So with that in mind, let's worship tonight. Uh, Mark Nisley will lead in one song, and then we will turn the time over to the um, group that's here with us, and I'll let them introduce them however they see fit.
Well, good evening. It's a privilege to be here with you this evening. Thank you for coming to hear us. Um, it's exciting to be back in an area where lots of us know people. Uh, we've been in areas where not many of us knew people um, on, this, on this tour, and that was good too, and we were excited to go and see so many different communities, but it's really good to be back in an area where there's more familiar faces. Uh, so thanks for being here tonight, and I always tell our audiences that it's always more enjoyable to sing these songs when we have somebody to sing to and sing for and, and know that they're going to be here listening. Um, so thanks again for coming. Uh, if you have your programs, you'll see the words there on the front, blessed to bless. Uh, I borrowed those words from Val Yoder back at school. Uh, he, had a sh he shared a chapel talk, um, one of these, I think it was third term maybe, about the fact that we are a blessed people. That was kind of the, the thrust of his message and indeed we are. We have so much. We have, we have um, material wealth and possessions. We have opportunities. We have countless um, things at our disposal that many people don't have. We have families. We have a heritage. 
We have a U.S. passport so we can travel almost anywhere in the world. We have so much. Um, and God didn't give us those things just so that we could sit there on them and enjoy them. Uh, he gave them to us so that we could go out and bless other people. And as we do that, that the world would come to know him. Uh, that is so much of the reason that he blesses us. We are blessed to bless. The first songs we'll sing tonight focus a lot more on who God is and what he does for us. And then towards the end of the program, you'll see a shift to songs that have to do with our response to what God has done for us. Um, the next song we'll sing is entitled The H Prayer. It's kind of a different, a different title for a song. But it's a prayer that is written um, with primarily H words. And it's, it's an excellent prayer that all of us should pray, I think. Um, wanting to grow closer to God. Asking Him to um, help us to grow in hunger and holiness and purity in heart and so on. Um, so I encourage you to pray these words with us as we sing. Um, and I hope you're blessed for being here tonight.
Truly, we serve a God that has amazing love. He showed that when he died on the cross for us. And he showed it when he also gave Jesus the power to raise from the dead. And the next song we'll sing says the angels rolled the stone away. And we are grateful for this tonight because that is where life comes from. And so we are rejoicing that Christ is risen. And rejoice with us.
The next song we'll sing for you is probably one of our favorites. Um, we have lots of them, so um, we enjoy this song because, partly at least, this is partly why I enjoy it because it comes directly from Scripture. Uh, it's out of Isaiah 43, and these are promises written from God. It's not something that some person made up. This is a promise from God directly to you and I, and I, I really like the how personal this song is. I like how it. It is written in first person, and it says, I love you, you are mine, I'm your father, and I will be there for you no matter what you might face. When you go through the waters, I'll be with you. When you um, face the fire, you will not be consumed. The fear of loneliness, so on. When you face those hard things, it doesn't say if you face them, or hopefully you don't, but maybe you will. It says when you face them, but it also says, I will be there with you. Do not be afraid, because I am your Father, and I love you. These are promises from God for you and I. And I encourage you tonight to, to take this song in as we sing.
for the children. And so we would like if the children would like to come to the front. I guess we'll see if there's enough room. Maybe we'll just set them in the aisle so we have some room up here. Yeah, if the children would like to come and sit in the aisle. We took the story out of the Uncle Arthur's Bedtime Storybook. It's called The Surprise Package Company, so many of you might be familiar with it, but hopefully you can still enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh no, that's good. Sure. Okay. So and the fork goes on the left side. No, right side. Yeah, fork on the right. And you'll be right. How many people are there in our family? Will, there's four of us. Really? Mother, father, you and me. Spend this way oh, for a while. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alright, great. Looks great. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. We need to leave a note. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. No, Will. Don't don't write our names. Why? Because it has to say the surprise package company. Oh yeah. Uh. Why? <laughs> because if it says our names, it won't be a surprise. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right there. Oh, that'll be great. Oh yeah. Let's go. Today has been such a long day, and I'm so tired, and my head hurts. Oh my! Look at my kitchen! Somebody has washed the dishes and set the table for me. Oh my! Oh, hi, Mom! Hi, well, hi, boys! Have you been keeping out of trouble? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we always stay out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at this kitchen! Wow! Oh, nice! <laughs> amazing! Yeah. Oh, well, I wonder if Auntie stopped in. This is just amazing. I'm so happy. Now I don't have any more work to do. And I can take a nice rest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, look, what's this? Oh, it says a note. The surprise package company called this afternoon on a little matter of business. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> I think we should eat something I think now. we should eat something. <laughs> the next morning, the two children decided to go down the street to visit their neighbor lady, Mrs. O'Higgins. What should we think Mrs. O'Higgins now? Um, why don't we take some cookies? Hey, that's well, really good. Just this morning. Yeah. And cookies taste good, so they must be good for you. And since she's old, she needs something good to help you. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Okay. This is so great. Oh, yes. I don't hear anything. Should we look in the window? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's not rude. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. She's sleeping. Can we should be really quiet now? Be really quiet! Shh. Oh, this can't be Jane's side voice. In her voice. Yeah. We'll open the door, set the cookie right beside her. Mm -hmm. And when she wakes up, catch her cookie. Mm -hmm. Right?
of little packages. This one says open Thursday, open Friday, open Saturday. Looks like there's one for every day of the weekend here. Wow. But what is today? I think it's Thursday today. All right. We never get any mail, except for the stuff we write to ourselves. That's kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got an idea. We'll check the mailbox and see if Mother got anything. That's a great idea. We'll bring it in for her. Yeah. Look, we got one. Oh, look, it's this surprise package going yeah. That's great. No, it's not. Why? Because it's to the surprise package company. Yeah, isn't that great? No, because it's not to you and me, Will and George. Because nobody's supposed to know that we're the surprise package company. That's awful. I know. So it says, you are invited for lunch with me. Dr. Bell? How does Dr. Bell know who we are? I don't know. What? It's promised lunch, so we should go over Yeah, lunch. I'm hungry. I'm Casco. So, how would he know? Hi, Dr. Brown. Hello. Uh, like, so how do you know we're the surprise package company? Yeah, how did you figure out who we are? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, but I want to give you the course of gifts. Oh, Snickers. thank you so much, Dr. Thank Brown. you, Dr. Brown. Snickers. Great. Oh, <laughs> oh, George, this is so much better than being pirates or Robin Hood or any of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. And look, instead of being at the police station, we've got candy. That's great. Yeah. Milk, chocolate, peanuts, caramel. Wow. Oh. George, look at that. Watch it. It's not even expired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what can we learn from Wilfred and George? Well, they did good things for other people, right? They did something good for their mom, and they gave gifts to their sick friend. They did good things for their elderly neighbor lady. Let's do that too. Maybe tomorrow when you're at home or wherever you are, let's do something good for parents or maybe your brother or sister, maybe even one of our friends. Let's do something good for others. And let's do it even though we don't get something back. It says in the Bible, it's better to give than to receive. So let's do something good for others even though we might not get something back. You may go back to your seats. Well, normally I um, talk a little bit about SMBI. How many of you have been to SMBI before? Uh, how many of you know quite a bit about SMBI? All right, that's probably about the rest of you. So I'm not going to talk about SMBI a whole lot. I am going to talk about SMBI, but I'm not going to necessarily talk about um, all the things that happened there. Um, so, well, I've been I've been to SMBI, um, well, quite a few terms, and I guess there's, there's some things that stand out in my mind about SMBI. Uh, one is the reason why I go back to SMBI. Uh, the reason that it's, SMBI is worth it is because of the changed lives. The, the, lives the, the lives that change over a term, the lives that change over, over a year. Um, after going back several years, you see, you, you go to Bible school with people that, that come and they're struggling. And they're struggling with the relationship with God, and they're struggling, they're struggling with relationships with others. And then you come back next year, and you you see them grow, and they've changed some. And you come back another year, and you know they've changed even more. And the the lives that change are, are amazing. Uh, the relationships with God, and you can you can see them grow, you can see them change, you can see them develop. It's rewarding. It's very rewarding. Uh, that's what makes that's what makes going back to SMBI worth it. Is it the classes? Uh, not necessarily. Is it the teachers? Well, not necessarily. Okay, it's it's God working in the lives. It's God working in the hearts. Now, does He use the classes? Yes. Uh, does He use the Does He use the teachers? Does He use other students? Absolutely. Okay. But but is is God doing the work? And that's one of the rewarding parts about SMBI. Uh, there's, there's some other parts. Um, there's friends that you make, uh, friends, that, friends that you know for, for a lifetime, um, and friends that, you, um, friends that you're able to encourage and friends that build you up. There's the gospel that's spread uh, through choir tours. And as you, you go on a tour and you meet, people in the stores and you meet people at the gas stations and at the rest stops and they say they come up and say so who are you guys 
Uh, what, what are you about? What do you believe? Uh, what are you doing? It's like, well, we're on a choir tour. Why would you sing us a song? Uh, this, this morning we were at the hotel and a group of older ladies were like, hey, we're not going to be around for the program tonight, but would you sing us a song? Can we come on the bus? Would you sing us a song? I was like, well, absolutely. So they came on the bus and we sat there on the bus and sang, sang them a song this morning. There's uh, homeless people uh, that you meet. Um, on tour here, we met a Native American who was, who was, or I should say maybe First Nations. It was up in Canada. And he, um, he was asking for money. And it's like, you know what? To give him money isn't going to help him. Uh, isn't going isn't gonna to point him towards Christ. So, you know, you have the opportunity to witness to him. You have the opportunity to pray for him. You have the opportunity to encourage him to go out and do something different. And there's all kinds of people that you meet. You can hand out CDs. And so it makes a difference in their lives. It makes a difference in the world around you. Also, you go on a choir tour and you get to sing these songs. And, and people, churches, congregations are, are encouraged, are, are lifted up, are pointed towards Christ towards uh, worshiping, and you get into all kinds of different congregations. You get into, uh, we went to a Hutterite colony uh, this, uh, this tour, and that, that was interesting. We, we learned things about the Hutterites, and they learned things about us. We were able to sing for them. That, that, was, um, that, that was encouraging for us to be able to reach out to them. You also, you, you gain a perspective of, of the church, of, of a small part, I guess, of how big God's kingdom is. And you go up into Canada and you find churches all over the place and you go out west to where you're not sure if there is anything and, you know, there's a church. And it's a small one. They had, we went to a church with uh, 27 attendees, I think. But it was a church. And they, they worshiped God out there, and they studied the Bible. And we were able to go out there and encourage them. So you're able to reach out to others. You're, you're able to encourage the believers. You're able to reach out to the unbelievers. You learn how to relate to people. Uh, you, have, you have dormies you live pretty close with. Uh, you, you ride on a bus with 45 people for three weeks. And there's difficulties. You don't get along with everybody. So you learn how to relate with people. You learn how to relate to authority. Authority learns how to relate to others. And, and learns how to speak into their lives and care about them. Uh, the leaders on the, on the tour and at school, they, they learn things. They learn things about leading. They learn things about loving and serving as Christ loved and Christ served. And it's a, it's a growing time because you're rubbing shoulders with other people, but also because you're studying God's Word and because you are, you are building, you are furthering a relationship with Christ and you're deepening that relationship. Does it only happen at SMBI? No. There's many other places that you can go. In fact, you can, it can happen at home. But SMBI is one of the ways that God uses to deepen those relationships, to grow 
and to stretch people in their relationship with God, in their relationship with others, and studying His Word. So, go to SMBI. Go somewhere else. Go to EBI. Go to Faith Builders. Or maybe just apply yourself at home. But strive to further the kingdom of God. Okay, put yourself into it. And don't just coast along and expect something great to happen all of a sudden. Put energy into where you want to go and put energy into your relationship with God. At this time, we'll have an offering for SMBI. I believe the core expenses are paid by the choir members. So this offering is for SMBI. Open your song books to number 699. And for a change of position, we'll stand as we lift the offering for SBI. <coughs>
we will sing Tumekuja Kuimba. And you may or may not understand all the words because a number of them are in Swahili. And just so you know what we're singing, as we sing Tumekuja Kuimba, we are singing, we are here to sing. That's why we're here tonight. The second time we sing through it, we say Tumekuja Kumsifu. And when we were singing that, we were singing, we are here to praise him. We are here to praise our God, here to praise our King, because he is worthy. The, following, the song that follows this one is I am the Lord, and it speaks of who our God is. And I hope you enjoy this next song as we praise him.
Um, there we go. It is entitled, I Am the Lord. This is a song that a number of you have probably heard before. Uh, if you listened to SMBI last year, you've heard it. Um, and it is becoming popular in some other places as well. Um, we enjoy this song, partly because it was written for us as the SMBI Choir. Uh, it was commissioned last year, by, and Lyle Sussman wrote it um, for us. But partly because of the words in this song, in the text. Um, there's so many things throughout this, this text, but it's from Isaiah 43, and again, it's straight out of Scripture. One of the things I enjoy the most about the song is the fact that it gives God so many names, and it lays it out who He is. There's, like, there's no apologies in this song uh, for who our God is. I am the Lord, I am your God. Beside me there is no Savior. And it goes on, I am your King, I am your Redeemer. I'm your creator. I'm the one who loves you. I'm the one who will make a way for you. And continues on. And because he is that God, he is powerful enough that when he is doing a new thing, who can turn it back? I'll let you come up with the answer.
One, one line in that song that stuck out to me just now as we were singing it is um, the one about remember not the things of old, um, the, the past garbage in our life. Um, to us, it might seem like a, a big thing, and it is a big thing, but, but in light of Christ's perfect sacrifice, we don't need to remember them. Um, we are new creatures in him. Uh, a line that stood out to me from that song was, um, I will make a way. And sometimes when you look in the, toward, in the future, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how, how you're going to go or where you're going to go. But it's just an encouraging thought that God will make a way for you no matter where.
This next song means a lot to me. Um, it's entitled Prayer. And ever since the beginning of tour, even, um, it meant a whole bunch to me. But just over the course of three weeks of singing um, and giving programs for people, this song has just become a lot more personal in my life. It's a prayer to God asking for his help in my life, for him to fill me with his Holy Spirit so that way I can be a radiance of his, so he can shine through me so that everyone that sees me can see no longer me, but him. And that is my prayer. I want this to be my life prayer. So, and, and the interesting thing is that I really appreciate that intermission song about Open the Wells. And a verse in there says, Emptied of sin and self may I be. Before Christ can come and fill my own life, I need to be emptied of sin, and especially I need to get rid of myself. So just pray the song with us as we sing it.
may have caught on by now that the songs that we're singing now are more in the response to being blessed. As we talked about at the beginning of the service, we are a blessed people. These songs have to do with our response to what God has done for us and who he is. Um, so we sang the first song, Prayer, um, asking God to work through us to the point that when people see us, they don't see us, they see him. And the next one we just sang here was Be a Candle of Hope. There's a couple of concepts in these songs that are kind of counter-cultural, counter-human maybe. Um, and it has to do with the kingdom of God, I think. So, first of all, um, the fact that we're asking for Christ to be seen instead of us means that I have to get out of the way. Most of the time, we don't like to get out of the way. We would rather be the ones that are recognized um, for what we've done, etc. So that's one of them. The second one is was in the second song we sang there. And it says that the more light we give, the more we know, the more we have. The more we have for us, the more we have to give. Uh, typically, if we think of having something and giving it away, we give and we give, and it gets less and less. And After a while, we run out, right? That's kind of the way it works. If you have something in your possession, you give it away. So our response is, I'm going to keep it for me because if I give it away, I'm, I'm going to run out. But that's not the way Christ's love works. It's different. It's, it's the kind that you have to give in order to know. Um, so I'd encourage you to go out and see where you can give so that you know more love. The next song we'll sing is a servant song. It uses Jesus' words, and it says, If anyone would be first in the kingdom of God, he must be the last. If he wants to be the greatest, he must become the servant of all. Yet again, another paradox that to humans doesn't make a lot of sense. But to Jesus it made sense because it was the kingdom of God. And we, as humans, 
have the opportunity to become a part of God's kingdom and to show Christ to those around us. The world has not seen God, but they see you and I every day. And we are the ones that get the opportunity to represent God to them. So let's go and be servants. Let's go and be candles. Let's go and be those that represent Christ and God to the world around us. Shall be the last, they shall 
This next song um, is one of my favorites out of the whole program. Um, peace, perfect peace. And yeah, I just have to think of a year, about a year ago, um, we found out the possibility of my mom having cancer. And of course, we immediately, immediately thought of the numerous close relatives that have died of cancer already. And I, I was, of course, wondering what do I, do I now have to prepare myself to go through this with my mom? And it was a scary time, but um, uh, it was about three months later. Um, it was confirmed that she is cancer-free, and yeah, um, the verse in this song that really blesses me um, in thinking about that is, peace, perfect peace, our future all unknown. Jesus we know, and he is on the throne. And I definitely can testify to, um, through that turmoil, just a peace, knowing that God is in control, and no matter what happens, it, yeah, he is in control. And another verse that I like is, um, peace, perfect peace, death shadowing us and ours. Jesus has vanquished death and all its powers. Um, while we were on this tour, of course, we went up into Canada some, and I had no cell service while I was up there. And um, soon after crossing the border back into the States, I started getting all kinds of text messages. And um, one of them included the message of um, a great uncle of mine um, passed away suddenly. And, um, yeah, that was hard to accept that. And, but Jesus has vanquished death. And, yeah, his peace is wonderful. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you. I've had to claim that verse numerous times in days gone by. Um, this next song talks about, like Debbie said, um, peace in the midst of our future all unknown, in the midst of this dark world of sin, death shadowing us and ours. And earlier we were singing about going through deep waters and fires, and in the midst of all that, I can have peace. But for me to have that peace, I have to have my mind stayed on God. And I want to know that peace in a deeper way. I'd just like to thank all of you for being here tonight. It's been a blessing to share with you, and I hope you've been blessed. And if you have, then go out and bless the world around you.
I know that it's been this way for me tonight, and I think it's probably that way for you. The choice to stay at home and do the work that you wanted to do or to come out and uh, take in this evening here, I chose this, and I'm thankful, and I think probably most of us, if not all of us, are thankful for that too. Thanks to you, and I think this is your last program on this tour, so I think a congratulations is good, is right. Uh, I know I had the privilege of being on tour a few years ago with our youth, and I was looking on here, and at least one place I recognized that we were. So I know for you, all it holds a lot of memories, and um, I thank you for the commitment. Thank you for the hard work that you put into this. And uh, I think we can thank God for keeping you safe through the many miles, I guess. I don't know what your travels were like, but you made it here tonight, and I think we can praise God for that. So.